Nobody rats on Little Caesar. See? There it is. Experimental robot 23. He's really something, Professor. I want you to look everywhere for a girl named Janet Corning. Janet Corning. Five feet, five inches, uh, brown hair. Brown eyes and the cutest little dimples you ever saw. Brown eyes and the cutest little... I mean, she has prominent dimples. This is Wisecracks Radio Hour. Join us as we follow quantum scientists Chuck and Wagner through their adventures as they try to get back home to the year 2017 and listen in as they riff on classic radio. So you think it's going to work this time? Well, have to wait until the iPhone's fully charged, but yeah, everything looks really good. I got the Mark patch installed, the Fan Halen is hooked up, and everything else appears to be in good working order. How long before the iPhone's ready? Ah, not sure. It took almost a week to charge it last time. Man, if only there were USB ports here in 1957, we'd be set. We could have it charged up within an hour. But as it is, I'm guessing it'll probably be another few days before it's ready to go. Well, I am starting to get excited about going home again. And now that we've got the kinks worked out, I feel even better about it this time than I did last time. Yeah, me too. You know, I really like it here in 1957. It's awesome. And and to be honest, I'm really going to miss our new friends and and this place. But not as much as I miss my family right now. Well, we'll give it a shot in a few days. In the meantime, let's get as much work done as we can. I hate to leave Brumbles with a ton of work. Yeah, okay. Next tape. It's, let's see, X minus one. Those are pretty fun normally. Yeah. Mars is heaven. It's going to blow. Countdown for blast off. X minus five, minus four, minus three, minus two, X minus one. Fire. Ready? From the far horizons of the unknown come transcribed tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years. On a thousand maybe worlds. With a dozen unsmart people. The company presents... X. Minus. One. Ugh, algebra again. Tonight's story, Mars is heaven. It's a bit cold for heaven up there, don't you think? When the first space rocket lands on Mars, what will we find? 
heaven? Spoiler alert. Dead and deserted planet? Or will there be life? Intelligent life in some strange form that we can only imagine. Will we be welcomed with open arms? Journey's playing on Mars? The Martians treat us as invaders. Only one thing is certain. Someday, a giant metal ship will take off from Earth. Metal ship. I saw him three times. The silent gulfs of space. To descend at last into the darkness of the upper Martian atmospheres. And on the metal ship, man will finally know the answers. The day we first land on Mars. Someone's backing up. <laughs> now I hear this. Now I hear this. Approaching critical deceleration. Fasten gravity suits. Stand by to land. Stand by? There it is. They should probably buckle up. Thank you, sir. All right, Mr. Lustig. Over to manual control. Aye, sir. Manual control to Major Tom. Sound general quarters. Aye, sir. General quarters is left for the day. What do you make of the terrain? Well, we can make a sandcastle. We won't be able to use the infrared lights, and we'll have to come in on radar. On that little guy from MASH? A little risky, sir, landing in the dark. I'd rather run the danger of a blind landing, Lieutenant, than come in without the cover of darkness. Remember, we don't know what kind of reception is waiting for us down there. They missed the wedding. Airspeed 500. Altitude now 4,000. Someone get the door. Bridge to engine room. Stand by for deceleration. Fire forward tubes one and three. Steady as she goes, Mr. Lustig. As she goes, sir. Oh, there's an echo in there. Speed 100. Altitude 1,000. Radar indicates a level stretch dead ahead, sir. Skids down. Gross. Check. Altitude 500. Four. 350. Three. Up a point now. Set her down. Get ready, radar. Noisy rocket. Hey, we made it! Yay! Hey, Freebird! Freebird! Masters, pipe battle stations. I said. They already have pipes, sir. Well, gentlemen. Gentlemen, we're now on Mars, April 20th, 1987. <laughs> How did we miss that? Greenwich time. Enter that in the log, messes. I see. Well, gentlemen, it's less than two hours till dawn. As soon as it's light, we'll send out a landing party. Party! Get me an all-over hookup. Someone please get the door. <laughs> we're all set, Captain. He's ready. I'll hear this. All right, man. The smoking lamp is lit. Go ahead and light your pipes, but no vaping. We're on Mars. The first man shipped from Earth to land here. We don't know what we're going to find or what dangers we may face. We're 17 men on an alien world. And it's up to us whether we ever get home again. Yeah, it's easier said than done, eh, Wagner? Two hours should tell the story. And I want instant obedience to all commands. I'll court-martial the first man who doesn't jump to when he's on. Oh, that echo. And well, there's 17 men. He, you know, he's got to use a speaker. Mars, but this is still a United States naval vessel. 
Officers will conduct a personal and weapons inspection in one hour. That's all. Oh, good. Inspection, Captain. Now? You heard me, 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 me. Let's see the naval, naval, naval. We've got an hour and a half to sweat out before we find out what's outside that airlock. I'd rather have a man worried about his stripes than about what's waiting outside on Mars. Well, apparently there's a reception in Journey's playing. Now I hear this. Landing party report to forward airlock. Captain Black, Lieutenant Hingston, Lieutenant Lustig, and Dr. Horst report immediately to forward airlock. It's now landing time minus five. That must mean a big ship. Uh, you ready, Dr. Horst? Yeah, if I could walk that way, I wouldn't need a doctor. As ready as I will ever be. Come on, let's get in the lock. That little thing? <laughs> Hingston, Lustig, and Horst reporting in the airlock. Oh, that lock. We'll join you. Four minutes to go. At least the captain would get here. Yeah, he's got my pipe, Meg. I just want to get it over with, that's all. Anybody got a cigarette? Yeah, I think you're smoking too much, Lieutenant Lustig. Are you nervous? I offer you. I've seen Journey three times already. Hidden outside underneath that ground mist. I've been giving it some thought. It'll be very interesting to find out. A very unusual planet, Mars. Why? It has an atmosphere. A wonderful thing, an atmosphere. I'll say. Where you find one, you uh, find life. You mean Martians? No, life. Didn't you hear me? They'll look like... Who knows? Intelligent life can take many forms. You mean they may have green skins and eyes on stalks or something? No, son, are you even listening to me? Or they may have developed far beyond us. Perhaps they have a science that can produce weapons far more dangerous than our atomic missiles. Nickelback CDs, for example. Fight our way up? After all, we are invaders. Space invaders. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, I hear this. Landing time minus two. All right, all right, we heard this. You know what I'd like to find outside that airlock? Good old Illinois. Ever been there, Lustig? Uh, only Chicago. Got shot. See my hometown. Green lawns, big white houses. <laughs> Sounds like my hometown. My grandmother used to have one of those iron deer on the lawn. Every Halloween, we'd paint another Just play for iron deer. Black and white like a Holstein cow. Where does your family live, Dr. Horst? I have no family. When I was a child, they were gassed to death in the Dachau concentration camp. Well, tough. way to bring the party down, Doc. Well, I have no ties on Earth. Nothing to lose now. I imagine I'm the only one on board who is free to enjoy our present peculiar position. All right, masters, you can button it up now. In other words, shut your pie hole. Well, gentlemen, check your sidearms. In one minute, we'll be the first men to set foot on Mars. Quite an honor, eh? Well, not really, since no one will hear about it in 1987. Still uneasy, Dr. Horst? Captain Black, I've been uneasy ever since I can remember. On Earth and on Mars... Well, 30 seconds. 30 seconds to Mars. The intercom phone, Lustig. Yes, sir. They rock. Masters. Aye, sir. Battle stations are to be manned until we return. No women allowed at all. In two hours, I want no rescue party sent out. Blast off and save the ship, you understand? Aye, sir. What was the middle part? All right. Five seconds. Four. Three. Two. One. Lustig, open the outer airlock. Anybody got the outer air key?
fresh air. With Terry Gross. All right, now, take it easy. It's too dark to move fast. Quiet, isn't it? Not even a wind. Can't see anything from this ground this time. Well, which is it? Dark or misty? All right, come on. What the quiet? Captain, I can swear that... That sounds like a rooster. We're not on Mars. We landed in Kansas. Run! Homely but unlikely sound. A rooster crowing on Mars? Higston. I sir. Set that machine gun 25 yards to the flank. We'll stay here till the ground mist lifts. I sir. If you see any venomous roosters, open fire. What do you make of the ground, horse? Well, yeah. we can make mud pies if you want. You can see some large foliage there where the mists thin down. What the? Venomous rooster! Oh, you fire, you fool! I hit it, Captain! What? Some kind of wild animal. I hit it. I could see the tracers, but it's still... The trigger. <laughs> Doctor, where are you? Up ahead! Admiring the wild animal. Careful, Horst. Wait for us. Don't worry, Captain. That's Dr. Horst to you, Captain. It's an iron deer. A lawn ornament. Well, so Mars has lawn art. <laughs> Hollow. Interesting, isn't it? A whitewashed Victorian iron deer sitting on a lawn in the middle of Mars. Well, what do I think of next? It's lifting. Hey, Captain, look there. It's a house, a regular old-fashioned house. I told you we were in Kansas. Run! On Mars. Good Lord. I haven't seen carved scrolls and gingerbread like that in years. Look at that porch swing. The geraniums. Fire at will! <laughs> it was a rooster, Captain. Give me the glasses, Lustig. I want to take a look through that front window. Well, uh, there's an upright piano. Some sheet music on it. Plastic, it's... It's beautiful Ohio. Oh, good. I thought we were in Kansas. It can't be, sir. Horst, Horst, do you think that civilization of two planets could be identical? I don't know. Why are you asking that me? Specific variety of geraniums is only 50 years old on Earth. Is it logical that they should develop in Mars? How about that porch swing of the piano and, and beautiful Ohio? Why, it's impossible. Captain Black... That's a mighty fine whiskey, I understand. Well, it, it looks like my hometown, too. Yeah, well, I saw it first. something, sir. It's the only solution. Maybe, maybe we're not the first ship to reach Mars from Earth. Don't or Kansas. Or Ohio. How else can you explain it? Suppose some scientists got together. They, they, they invented some spaceship and, and planted a colony here. That's the only answer. That's impossible, Lustig. Been space travel, it couldn't be secret. Do you have any idea what ships cost? Well, about $100. Yeah. No, Wapner. there's got to be some logical reason. I think perhaps we might find out, Captain. The light just went on in that house. Kingston, cover that door with a machine gun. I see. This gun's way oh. too small for that, Captain. We're going to ring that doorbell. Well, I played bass for the That's doorbells on Mars in the 80s. Answer to all this. Candy Graham. And there's something moving in there. Stand back, Horst. Give me a clear shot. Are you sure a bullet can stop a Martian? This one will. It was dipped in Tom Cruise blood. Can I help you? <laughs> uh, we're selling magazine selling subscriptions. To March to <laughs> no, 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 wait. Selling season isn't until March. What town is this? What do you mean? Are you census takers? No. Why, you're census we're missing? strangers here. <laughs> we want to know how this town got here. Is this a game? Dad jokes no, no, in 1957. We're from Earth. From where? From Earth. Do you mean out of the ground? <laughs> Sure you're feeling well. Madam, we came in a flying ship across space. We're from the third planet, Earth. This is Mars. Now do you understand Mars? You go away now, you hear? I'll call my husband from upstairs and he'll chase you. Go on. But yeah, he ran track in high school. Isn't it? This is Green Lake, Wisconsin in the United States of America. Bounded on the east by the Atlantic and on the west by the Pacific. Now go away. Goodbye. Hmm, Wisconsin. We're way off. It's really possible? I've got to find out more about this. Quick, what's the capital of Wisconsin? I told you I'd call my husband. Now you go away. You've got to tell me one thing first. 
What year is this? Year? 1928, of course. For goodness sake. You hear that, Horst? And we know it's 1987. And we know this is Mars. And Walk Like an Egyptian is number one song. Fouled up, made, made some tremendous blunder, circled around and landed back on Earth. In 1928? Well, maybe... Well, it happened to us, Wagner. Could we have shifted somehow, gone, gone backward in time? Oh, Horst, this won't hold water. It's, it's not logical. We've, we, we checked every mile. We went past the moon, out into space. We're, we're on Mars. Lustig out at point. Kingston in the rear. Keep that gun at half load. Yeah, we don't want to overdo it. Horst, there, there's got to be some cold, logical solution. Captain! What? That, 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 that house down the street, the white one with the green shutters. Lustig, what's the matter? It's hideous. I never thought of... Thank God! Lustig! Lustig, come back here! He's running for that house. That crazy fool after him, quick! Phase him! Come down off of that porch! Stella! You don't know where that porch has been. Stella! Stella! Cookies! What devil do you think you're doing? Albert! Grandma, Grandpa, is you? Lustig, what is going on here? Albert, it's, it's been so many years. How you've grown, boy. It's, so it's the steroids. Lieutenant Lustig! Oh. Captain, uh, Grandma, I want you to meet my friends. This is Captain Black. You drink his whiskey. I want you to meet my grandfather. Howdy. Any friend of Albert's is a friend of ours. <laughs> How long have you been here, Grandma? Oh, a good many years. Ever since we died. Ever since you what? Died. Yes. Died to death. They've been dead 30 years. What? Oh, now, don't you trouble yourself. It's all right. We're alive again, that's all. Oh, Do yeah, gee, that's all. That Mars is heaven? Oh, nonsense, no. All we know is here we're alive again. And who are we to question God's infinite ways? Well, I... Lustig, we're going back to the ship. Happy hour starts in 20 minutes. I want to talk to my grandpa. Lieutenant Lustig, I don't like any part of this. You'll come back with us if I have to club you and carry you. I see. Now let's go. Heaven only knows what they've run up against back at the ship. See what he did? Good game, everybody. Good hustle. (laughs) Team. Looks like we're being welcomed with a celebration, Captain. I see Dick Clark. Every port is open. No guard set. You! You, Masters! Hiya, Captain. Meet my old dad. Dad, that's Captain Black. He's not a bad guy for an officer. Hingston! What's it? Bring that band back. Use force if you have to. Which band, Journey? Because some of Leonard Skinner's here, too. (laughs) What the devil is going on here? They've all found friends and relatives. They're all here. Right, Captain. I found it. The whole crew is out in the crowd. Singing along with Don't Stop Believing. I understand, Captain. I understand mutiny. I don't care how many relatives show up. I'll have discipline. Johnny! Johnny, you old son of a gun. Look, Cap, I found John Lennon. Edward. Yes. It can't be. Of course it is. Johnny. Johnny, you old. Dr. Horst. This is my brother, Edward. How do you do? Hello, sir. It's wonderful to, to see you, Edward. <laughs> Look, I've I've got to get back to my ship. Happy hour starting. I almost forgot. Mom's waiting at home. Mom? Yeah, and Dad, too. They got remarried? Dad are alive? Then... Then you're real, Ed. Well, of course. Don't I feel real? I'm glad, huh? Ed! We've got lunch for you, Johnny. Mom's making corn fritters. And apple cobs. Have you found anybody? No, no, Captain. I have nobody. Oh, well, but I did see Milton Berle. Right, Ed? Why, sure. First, first you wouldn't believe it. But it's been... Is there a parade going on? I had Mom's corn fritters. <laughs> I hated them, but they're good here. 35 years. Really good here. 
don't hold back, Johnny. You too, Dr. Horace. No, thanks. Those taste terrible. That's right, Dad. We're an old Navy family, Dr. Horace. All three of our boys in the service. We love the village people. In the Pacific, too. What did happen, Ed? What's the difference? I'm here now. Yeah, but... You know, it's almost perfect. All we're missing is your brother, Will. Then the whole family could be together. Your brother will what? Mom, Will's in charge of the XR-54. Next rocket coming out to Mars. Oh. Well, little Will, when does he leave, Johnny? Well, the takeoff's scheduled for September, but... Uh-huh. Maybe he'll die before then. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that now, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Christmas together again. That'll be something. Sure will. Yeah, we can fight just like we used to. Well, uh, this calls for a celebration. How about a little of the old dandelion wine, eh, Johnny? No. Uh, got anything stronger? Too much wine. <laughs> yeah, that stuff's expensive. Big boy now, Mother. Well, sure. Well, Steroids. Everything just fine. Just fine. It's <laughs> suddenly leave it to Beaver. <laughs> Starring Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. What a funny song. You got it. Uh, One, a two, a three. (laughs) Play me a song, you're the piano man. Sitting over here alone. What do you think of my little family? I seem better. You know, I can't understand why you didn't find any folks here, Dr. Horst. It's just a shame everybody else is so happy. It is a shame. My family, Mrs. Black. All I know is they were gassed at Dachau during the Second World War. When I was liberated, I was in delirium three months. I cannot remember anything. Oh, you've been to delirium. A psychiatric phenomena. Isn't there anything anybody can do? I don't want to remember. I have not had a pleasant life. Just basic cable? Emotional entanglements. They interfere with a scientific approach. I'm sorry, Dr. Horst. Jenny speaking. Oh, I'll get it. That's our ring. Long and three shorts. I I got a ring? Well, maybe we'd better call it a night. You must be getting tired, Johnny. You know, I slipped something in your drink. Nonsense. You stay the night. Uh, We'd sit. I just couldn't check out any time alone on that ship. I'll be all right. Well, good night. Oh, wait a minute, Dr. Horst. That phone message was for you. Me? Yes, that's right. Uh, A message from Anna. Anna Bonanna. Ah, I don't... Well, there, she must be an old friend. Isn't that nice? Uh, I don't... You sure it was for me? I don't remember any, Anna. Well, she asked if you were better. Better than Dave, her first husband. You at Dachau. Anna? She said she's coming over here first thing in the morning. So, you have to stay over. Yes, well, but that uh, settles it, then. You stay here, Horst. You can bunk with me in my old room. Yeah, but Johnny, I can bunk that way. I wouldn't... No, never mind. So you could talk the way you used to. In we pig can Dr. Horst on the daybed. I think we'd better share the room tonight. Be plenty of time for talking, Ed. <laughs> yes, I I guess so. Well, I suppose i better drop back to the ship. You know, Ed, security check. Happy hour. Why do you have to do that here? I, I don't know, Mom. There's no good reason, I guess. <laughs> suppose we skip it tonight, yeah. huh? Well, good night, everybody. Oh, it's good to have you home, Johnny. It's good to be home, Mom. Except for that food. I'm going to have to find a McDonald's tomorrow. And Jerry Mathers has the... Did you tell a joke, Wagner? (laughs) Yeah. Dinner. Captain Black, hmm? You sleep? No, no, I've... I was. I've been thinking about what we were expecting. 
<laughs> it's hilarious. All the time there was only mom and dad and, and Edward waiting. That's funny what tricks your imagination can play on you. Well, loud crickets. <laughs> that you know, batty. I've been thinking about Martian. That Foley guy's like, I'm getting my, my, you get money's worth here. Suppose yeah, I think it was Axel Foley. I'm not sure. And suppose they thought of us as invaders. What would be the best weapon they could use against our atom bombs? Huh? I don't see what you're getting at. They would want to disarm us first, huh? To wipe out all suspicion, to make us feel at home. Suppose this house isn't real. Suppose the people are just images stolen from our own memories by Martians. Those Creed crickets are a pretty good weapon. Hypnotism. Oh, that's, that's the craziest theory I ever heard. Maybe that's but why. But then again. In all my life, there is no happy memory, no real love person, not even my mother. I don't remember her. Only the piles of rotting corpses of Dachau. There was no happy emotion for these people to recreate. How about that phone call? Anna? Yes. Bonanna. I didn't remember who she was, but I do now. I just remembered. When I was freed from Dachau, sick, delirious, I raved about a wonderful, kind nurse named Anna that took care well, of me. Well, there you are. If you know what I mean. coming to see you tomorrow. But there was no Anna. I'd been nursed by a man. What? Oh, Anna was oops. Forget that last year. And there's only one way they could have learned about her, by reading my subconscious mind. That's impossible, Horace. Why? A whole crew was thinking of home. Suppose the Martians read our minds. Yes, but... It... If there are Martians... If there are, they have us separated. Each man in a different house, sleeping, trusting. No one at the guns. I left my pistol downstairs. Do you think there's something to this, Horst? Nah. It's a perfect trap, Captain. Who would suspect his own mother, his grandparents... How easy. Just a knife in the heart of each sleeping man. Knife in the heart. That's and you're to horse. blame. You give Martians a bad The crickets have stopped. Oh, I love Buddy Holly. We don't know when they change back to whatever they really are. All right, careful. Oh, excuse me. Where are you going, John? Apple fritters. Ed, we, uh, we wanted a drink of water, that's... That's all, Ed. You're not thirsty, John. You don't want a drink. Look out! You don't want a His drink. His face! It's changing! He's a Martian! No way! He's John Travolta! You can't get away, John! This way, Horst! Horst, where are you? Good singing voice. Hello, hello. Can you hear me, Earth? This, this is Captain John Black, the Jack's brother. Fifty-three calling for Mars. I've locked myself in the ship, but they've crippled it. I can't take off or fire the guns, and they're coming for me now. The Martians. I'm all alone here. All the rest are dead. Hinkston, Lustig, Doctor Horst, poor Horst. He didn't even reach the door. Dead and gone to the Mars in the sky. Break through the hull. Edward and Mom, Dad, all the folks, but but they're changing now. They're, they're melting and changing back into. Well, are they melting or are they changing and back? You understand, Martian 
black men. They, they make think that Mars was heaven and we fell into the trap. Can you hear me, Earth? Apparently, no. No, they can't hear you. Tell my brother Will. They fell into the crap. They'll trap him too. Hello. You know if they can't, if they can finally hear him, you have to the whole story over again. They'll get the tape in the morning. This is John Black on Mars. Check my messages. Oh, John called. Apparently, he's in trouble. Tonight, X minus one has Algebra. brought a science fiction classic, Mars is Heaven. Written Tis by not. Ray Bradbury and adapted Tis a for radio by Ray Ernest. Bradbury. I love Ray, Ray Bradbury. Cast were Wendell Holmes as Captain Black and Peter Capel as Dr. Horst. With Bill Zuckert as Masters, Bill Lipton as Hingston. Dr. Horst of a different color. as the old lady, Bill Griffith as Edward, <laughs> Ken Williams as Lustig, <laughs> Ethel Everett as Mom, and Edwin Ethel. Jerome as Dad. Your announcer, Fred Collins. X-1 was directed by Fred, Fred Wayne as a transcribed NBC Radio Network production. All right. Another one in the can for Brumbles. Minus, 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 minus one. one, 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 Well, that was a fun one. Writers seem to have so much creativity back here in 1957. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm going to go up for a cup of coffee before the next tape. Want to join me? Absolutely. I need to really stretch my legs. Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. Please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Please review us wherever you find your podcasts. Darn it. Absolutely. I need to really stretch my legs. You are pretty short. (laughs) (laughs) I left a little space. That's good. (laughs) 